have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Black turn cold and the stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground. You wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me, my only friend. Who could it be? It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. I'm on that red bell shit for real. When your bell is empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg. Too dumb to steal You search the city For your only friend No one will you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. You got the Trilateral Commission and uh, Council on Foreign Relations, right? Those are some of the big players. There's others, of course, but those are some of the biggest players. <clears throat> and what we found out with the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, which... People like you and I were talking about long before the mainstream news was talking about, you know, we confronted the Clintons uh, twice before the news even knew who Jeffrey Epstein was. And actually, the ABC News, at least we know on video, actively covered all of this up. Yes. Uh, so, but then with the information of Epstein, you've got him connected to literally everything that we said. He's connected to Hollywood with, I mean, I can go on for literally hours about um, but connection, connections to Hollywood, you got Weinstein, Woody Allen, mm. uh, you got Baldwin. Yeah, I'm just naming a few here, right? Connections to science. He had his own little uh, private offices in Harvard and MIT. Not too shabby, right? Pretty decent schools, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got him connected to the Democrats and Republicans. Then you get him connected to the royal family. Uh, and then if you go back and you look at his, his website on the Wayback Machine, you can see that he was a proud member of the Rockefeller <laughs> University Board, Trilateral Commission, and the Council on Foreign Relations, the CFR. So literally everything that you and I have been saying has come to fruition in spades, and people are still... Ah, people, oh, hey, but Mike, nah, that's good. It's all coincidence, man. That's all coincidence. 
They're still taking their marching orders from Bill Gates, who, who went there at least 17 times, his divorce, who I called it, I broke the news, not to brag, I broke the news that the reason they, they got divorced is because of his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. The Wall Street Journal was two hours later on that one. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this, this is the, the disconnect here. Not only are every, is everything that Western civilization based on been turned on its head as far as human freedom and rights, but you have it all exposed that the people that are running this world, whether it's the news, whether it's uh, academia, science, yeah. whether it, everything, there's all, they were all connected to Epstein, but not just Epstein, all these other groups too, and nobody bats an eye. They're still going to listen to Bill Gates uh, give medical advice. They're still going to vote for Donald Trump. They're still going to they're still going to show up at the Clinton rallies. Uh, they're still going to go buy Hollywood movie tickets, right? They're still going to support those. And it, to watch the news who actively covered up for Jeffrey Epstein and it, it doesn't bat an eye and that goes to say to, to your point about the psychological conditioning the psychological warfare the, the conditioning that we're in we're, we're really we're really in a trance yeah the, the, of humanity unfortunately totally total trance and if you can't at a basic level when I started to, to sort of pull back from the world and not you know, be of the world kind of thing. I said to myself, what's, what's one of the biggest things I can do? Because ultimately, finances, this fiat currency is, is the fuel, isn't it? You know, so how, how can I impact the industry? How can I impact anything? Okay, well, I, I used to go, you know, I'm talking 90s up to the thousands. I used to go to the theater like every week. Two times a week because there used to be blockbusters. So I took it upon myself to say, I am no longer going to the theater. Number one, the prices are going stupid high. You know, it, it's crazy. It's always cold in there. And number two, why, why should I promote an industry which is not doing anything for me? It's just producing lies and stupidness to dumb the people there. The movies aren't even good anymore. They're really bad. I have to say... I actually watched the new Matrix. I broke my anti-Hollywood boycott. Watched the new Matrix. Dude, did you peep that? That was a piece of garbage. The Wikowski sisters have lost their unnatural minds. That was one of the most disappointing things, man. That's kind of one of the things that happens when you're adult. You find out like some of the people you look up to, uh, your favorite rappers or... <laughs> Or, you know, the people you look to for information and so forth. And, yeah. You know, the Matrix was such a, a big thing. And V for Vendetta was such a seminal moment in my life. Like, I came out of that movie very serious. Yeah. And, like, driven. And, you, you know, it's, it was a real big disappointment to see me break my boycott for that. That was just, uh, <laughs> that was just, just terrible, terrible stuff. Um, it was so disappointing, and and because we we're, we're speaking on it, we'll, like let me this. just let me let me just let me just give you one. Well, let me give the listeners one bit of um, information. The Matrix treatment was stolen from a, a lady named Sophia Stewart um, back in the eighties, um, who was shopping around, and the Wachowski brothers at the time, um, Spielberg, they stole the script, took her name off it. And only recently has she won two court cases. You know, it's interesting, uh, Mr. CFR. I'll have to uh, 
I'll have to send you this guy's contact information. I've, I've interviewed him several times. And he's, he's got quite an interesting story to tell. Uh, his name is Tom Althaus. And I'm not convinced about anything. So I'm, I'm definitely not saying 100% this guy's right or true. But he's definitely interesting to talk to. Mm-hmm. In interview. He is somebody that actually, he claims he is the original creator of The Matrix. And um, he believes that Sophia Stewart was someone that was kind of put out there. He has uh, recorded conversations with Sophia Stewart. He has a whole bunch of uh, stuff like, I don't know, notarized and stuff wow. time dated and all this stuff. Um, supposedly, uh, they came after him and killed his kid, killed his son. Quite an interesting person. At first, especially just saying what I said, I'm a highly skeptical person. Yeah. Um, but he did come on my show one time because I'll interview pretty much, you know, you know, as long as you're not just going to say a bunch of hate speech or, you know, call for violence or radio. I mean, even if you are, I'll still debate you on that. You know, I'll, I'll debate you as long as, you know, it's, it's not a train wreck. Indeed. But, but he actually made a couple predictions on my show that actually came out in the following weeks. And he was talking about how he was involved with uh, what's the famous pastor there. Uh, in America, I forget, and Disney and all that stuff. And some of the stuff is starting to come out. So you should you should look into him because I, you, I you're a very sharp dude. So I'd be curious yeah. to see what at all. Because yeah, you know the the whole Matrix thing is uh, is interesting, right? Mm. It's I, I'm and you're right. They're the Wachowski sisters now. Uh, the the whole story is is, is very interesting uh, and, and bizarre. Let's put that on the top of it as well. Bizarre to say the least, and that little bombshell that you've just dropped kind of could explain some of the holes I have about the whole situation. Um, but yes, I will definitely be interested in having that conversation, uh, Mike. Yeah, I'd be curious just to see your take because you know, uh, he's been on my show a few times, he showed me some documents, he's pointed out um coincidences, he has a website of of you know stuff backing up his uh his claims called redpillrising.org and you know like there's certain things and this is important i think to talk about too because so i met uh when i went to the 20th anniversary of 9-11 at ground zero which i was very disappointed that nobody showed up to protest with me there were some truthers there that were on later in the day and i ended up getting in uh, a debate with some people down there and then some dude comes up to me and he's talking about um, how, I forget if he was saying they use lasers or- Directive energy weapons. Directive energy, yeah. And, and I'm not poo-pooing that idea. That may very well be true. But the thing is, we, we were there and there was a whole, I mean, there's all the, the so-called public officials. There's all the firefighters, the police who weren't there that day, but, you know, the people that are there now, then there's victims' family members that are there grieving, yeah. and, you know, all, all these people there. And I'm like, dude, um, <laughs> that's cool to talk with about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you can have that conversation off to the side. Yeah. But um, although, and I'm not saying that's, that's untrue, right? Because that may very well be true. I don't know, right? But I'm like, you're going to realize who you're talking to, these people out here like they're going to immediately dismiss anything that you say 
if you start talking about direct energy, and even though there's real directed energy weapons, or I think he even mentioned lasers or something too, or something something that was not necessarily not true, but just something that you know would immediately throw up red flags in a normie's mind, right? Yes. And, and that's part of the the thing here is there's a lot of people, and now it's just a, uh, an example, like one thing. But then I find there's these other group of truthers that like literally they'll go from watching Fox or CNN and then all of a sudden they, they automatically go to like Alex Jones or, or the Young Turks instead of, you know, now everything that that person says is gospel. So it's very important that you think for yourself. And I think it's also important for us as a movement to only go with what we can really prove, you know, what we can really, really prove. So I keep a skeptical but open mind to anything. But I do think that there's a a third of information here that's definitely worth a follow as far as this whole uh the, the whole matrix trilogy goes and stuff too but I, I think that's for everything right like uh and we also have to be careful about how we're presenting the information coming from a guy with a whisk together oh definitely not necessarily what you just said in regards to the whisk and stuff but in regards to the example you gave we have to meet people where they are you know and we've got grieving families, police officers and stuff. We need to start very light with the information reference that, you know, get their ears up like, oh, that happened. I was unaware of there was a third building that was, you know, not that, down as well. Yeah, you just ask them. And that's how you have to do it. The Socratic method. You are so smart, dude. Yeah, you just say, hey, well, what? If, and that's exactly what I was saying to people and exactly that thing. Well, hey, did, what, do you, what do you think happened to Tower 7? Did you know a third tower fell that day? And then we're like, what? A third tower? Most people don't even know that, right? Yeah, that was here. <laughs> and then you're exactly you're exactly right. You're spot on. I think one of the, the best things I ever learned was from my boy Elijah. And he's an, he's an Uber driver. And I was like, yo, what's the best way to reach people? He was like, well, it depends on your platform, right? If you're out in the streets doing activism, you can try to reach that person one-on-one. -on -one, but then if you're in front of people, um, and that person's not willing, then that person becomes a prop to teach the other person. Exactly. Same, same thing on social media, right? If that person's unwilling, um, on so, then on social media, you can use that person as a, uh, as a prop. But the best way to do it is if there's somebody on social media that says, oh, I just got my ninth booster, I'm feeling kind of sick, and my, half of my family died. Uh, you might want to instead, because when you're in a public setting or when you're on social media, um, nobody likes to be wrong. Yeah. And nobody embarrassed and you shouldn't embarrass anybody. Um, there's some people that you could embarrass. Yeah. Um, like Hillary Clinton, George Bush, we can <laughs> person who's just a good person and wants to do the right thing. You should maybe instead of saying, Hey, you're an idiot. You're going to, you don't take that 12 booster. You're going to die. Um, that's not really going to be helpful. You're going to want to inbox that person and say, Hey, can we grab a beer? Can we grab some tacos? Can we grab coffee, tea, whatever? Can we chat? Can I come over? Can we smoke a blunt? Um, and then chatted with them that way. It's just you and that person one-on-one -on -one and there's no ego. Uh, and then he was also talking about how to talk to new people. He's an Uber driver, right? And I think this is super crucial and one of the most important things I've learned. I've learned endless facts about stuff, but if you, if you don't know how to bring them to a person or if you bring them to a person and not willing to listen, then what good is that? You know, he's an Uber driver and, you know, you could ask questions about what you do, but people, people like to talk about uh, what they like, right? That's what they they, people talk about what they like. They don't talk about what they don't like. So sooner or later, you're going to find out what that person likes. Maybe he's a 
Maybe he's a crypto guy. Maybe he's a Wall Street guy, likes money. Maybe he's a health, maybe she's a healthcare worker, right? And maybe that's, that's big, or maybe they're really big about abortion or, or whatever it is. You find out what's interesting to them by actually listening. And then you couch, uh, you couch your questions in that too. And then one more example here is he'll pick up a lot of people because um, we're out here in Providence, Rhode Island. And I mean, we travel, we're, we're traveling right now. Mm. But yeah, around Boston, very liberal area. A lot of Obama supporters, <laughs> like, you know, hey, I voted for Obama or whatever. And he's like, you know, and he says this too, because he actually did vote for Obama. He said, you know, I voted for Obama too. And that, that makes you evil. So it's equal with that person. He's not saying, yes. well, I know I'm smarter. And, you know, I was actually surprised to learn that he actually dropped more bombs. Than exactly. And that is a really, because then you're, you're learning something together. You're discovering mm. something. I think that's so important. I'm glad I was able to share that because before that, I mean, I was just yelling facts at people like, ah, and expecting yeah. them to hurt. And that worked that way. So my pro tip. That's the place. Look, we all start at that, you know, at that place where you get that, you know, that thirst for knowledge and information and you're absorbing all of this information. You're reading the books, you're watching the documentaries, you're in live chats with people, you're on conference calls and you've got all this information. And then it's like, OK, let me start implementing because ultimately, as I always say, you're a fool if you've got a head full of information, but you can't implement anything into your life. You're in the same position. You're in the same predicament. Your life shits. That means nothing. Information is to be used. So if you can utilize that information, like when I, when I came off Cowpos, when I found out about Cowpos, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, why on earth? How has everybody missed a trick on this? Because everybody I know drinks cowpus. Like, this is just natural. Like, you go, you get your blue top, you get your red top, you get your green top, whatever it is. And that's just what we do. But as I say, you do the knowledge, you research, and you look at the, number one, the inhumane treatment of dairy cows, constantly in a, being in a pregnant state and not even being impregnated by a, a bull, impregnated by a doctor, injected multiple times with all kind of antibiotics and all that kind of stuff being milked by a machine that draws blood out of their teats and all that kind of stuff like it's when you get to that point and you, you think to yourself hmm well, I'm not a baby anymore I don't need to suck my mom's titty I'm an adult so why on earth do I why on earth am I drinking cowpaws well, and the reason is, and it's so, so funny because you bring up the exact, I, I always use that as an example. Uh, yeah, it, that's the funny thing about it is even myself too, like I'll find myself still eating trash sometimes, not always, but I will eat trash sometimes. And it's because, uh, I mean, you guys can look this up. There's chemicals and Oreos in Burger King that it's literally the same feeling as like if you're getting crack cocaine, anybody could just Google Oreos, crack cocaine, and it'll come right up. And the, the chemicals in these food, especially, you know, our childhood memories. I mean, I had great parents. I really did. I have a great set of parents, but at the same time, they didn't understand what, uh, that when they were raising me, that they were feeding me processed trash, right? And my body still has those, those cravings for yeah. what I have 
child that's that's nostalgic that has that memory in there like you know like all kids parents take their kids to mcdonald's and it's a big great thing even though you just came from your family's house an hour ago and you weren't hungry then and had all this awesome food but you want mcdonald's now right yeah. so what stop that cycle is by stop taking stop feeding your kids this processed gmo crap and uh because it, it is i mean i remember one of my earliest memories was having uh with my mom, she was on her lunch break and she got salt and vinegar French fries and Dr. Pepper. She gave me a little sip of Dr. Pepper. And that was like the nectar of the gods. <laughs> hey, so I'm like, I, I try, I, I try to get my hand a smart water or something. So yeah, it's very important, especially you establish that at an, an early age because the kids won't have the cravings later. It's very difficult, man. It's like, like, it's like crack getting off some of the stuff. And I know still, and like, it's also the arrest development too. I mean, I still know grown men um, it was so funny, dude. Uh, we actually, one of my friends, Chris Tan T. Harris from the Rundown Live, which I suggest everyone check out, and I, I would implore you to interview him too. Uh, I met him first at Bilderberg in 2017, and he was also the guy that got the Kyle Rittenhouse footage, uh, and then he also testified, probably changing, more than likely changing the outcome of that trial and then he was one of the few maybe two or three independent well journalists at, at all at the Ghislaine Maxwell trial um and where am I going with this Chris Dante Harris I gave an extra long plug for Chris Dante Harris but you should check him out um, what, what were we just saying right here oh yeah so the, the the food and stuff food um, yeah GMO cooking yeah so damn I'm losing my train of thought I'm so sorry no, no, all good. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. Now, on on that that, that same subject, I think it, it's it, you. You got it back. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at myself because I'm oh. not the smart. <laughs> no, oh, as I say, all good, man. All good. Like, um, it involved nonviolently because you guys cannot. <laughs> sorry if you have to blink that. Sorry. All good. All good. It's vital. Especially, I, I understand, I understand, and I overstand the woes and troubles of living in the wilderness of North America. It is cutthroat, it's fast-paced, especially in the tri-state where you're at. It's just, it's crazy. I, I totally get it. There's, there's not a minute in the day. Some people are working three jobs, four jobs, you know, um, mothers and parents, uh, you know, the, it's, it's crazy. But we need to know, think of what is the most important thing. If, if two people have come together to create life and you've got children, your most important thing is to do the best to create a solid, strong foundation for them and to input the most nutritious food into them as possible and not to give them any bad, as many, well, the least amount of bad habits. So let's make food fun again. Let's not go to Wendy's and flipping Ogilvy, all that stupid shit. Let's allow all that stuff. Let's go to the store and let's let's no let's say let's let's sit around at the table first and let's put the phones down and let's have a conversation. Okay, we're gonna plan our, our meals for the week. Let's all come together as a collective and say, okay, we're gonna have spaghetti bolognese on Monday. On Tuesday, we're gonna have chicken and blah blah blah. And then as a family, you go out to the store and you go get these produce, and then as a family. You know, down to the little one, to the big one. Someone will peel the carrots, the broccoli, you know, cut the broccoli, etc. And you cook together. And that is an experience where, number one, you're bonding. Number two, you, you experience the actual joys of cooking and you're putting love into that. And number two, you're teaching children to be sufficient. 
and know what to bloody put into their food and what they're ingesting. Absolutely. That's the, the critical change. And the reason why pedophiles are still pedophiles is because I'm not excusing their actions, uh, but they were probably had some violent or uh, pederasty occurred to them. It's, it's, it's a cycle, cycle of trauma that keeps perpetuating itself. Um, so we really need to be the ones to step up and, and make a change and not and not do that to our kids. Like you said, too, screen time is important. Uh, everything. You, it's it's something that we really need to wake up and take account of ourselves, because as we mentioned earlier, the people that are supposedly responsible for taking care of us, uh, whether it be the child protective services or the public schools uh, or whatever it is, when it, uh, or the or the kids educational TV or so-called uh, they've definitely failed us. We have to take it upon ourselves to, to, to do these things. You're absolutely right. In the great words of um, the king of pop, Michael Jackson, we have to look at the man in the mirror. You know, if we're going to make a change, where does the change start? Don't start externally. It starts internally, right? That's right, Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Kind of we're sleeping with uh, in the same bed with 11 and 12 and 13 year old girls, but hey, hey thank you. You, you, you're you a smart gentleman, sir. Many people, you know, they got all of the high information. <laughs> That's kind of what your uh, if I 12 year old, uh, so I'm not on board with that. Maybe that's some weird Indian outdated uh, custom, but that's one of the things we were talking about earlier, right? It's like you see a lot of the people that are your so called heroes, like, well, they actually did this and they actually did that. So, yeah, I mean, whether your hero is Martin Luther King or Alex Jones or, you know, Glenn Beck or Rachel Maddow, the thing is, all these people, including themselves, are imperfect and you, you can't rely on those people to do anything for you. You got to look out for you and your own. Definitely. Chew the meat, <clears throat> pardon self, and spit out the bones. You can find truth within Mr. Alex Jones. Rachel Maddow, uh, you can maybe find a, a few nuggets of tr truth there. Um, there's truth everywhere. You know, truth isn't... Um, uh, it's not like beholden to a small set of people. Truth can come hey, from a homeless I, person. What, what I do and I've been doing for my research for, for many years is... I will take what the so-called truth community says, and I'll take it into account. I'll verify as much as I can. Uh, and then whatever else I can't verify goes in the back of the head. Same thing with mainstream stuff, whether it's the news, whether it's History Channel, whether it's mainstream academia. I consume a lot of that too. I consume mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of books from, from both, from all parts of the spectrum. That's the only way that you can find out because as you said, I mean, there's some times that Rachel Maddow is spot on and 100% right. And then she'll go on to a completely baseless thing. And that's, and that's what a lot of these people do. So don't just take, get, get your information from everywhere, but then verify and think for yourself. Definitely. As we wind this build down, because I know your, um, your time is very precious, Senor. Um, what is your thoughts on the, not necessarily breaking news. It is breaking news in regards to what's happened, but I don't think it's really been in the media that much. Prince Andrew giving up all of his... Um, Titleship and this and that, and he's going to be tried as a, a private individual now in the civil case. You know, that's actually something that I think would be better answered by you because that also, you know, I'm not 
somebody that's a sycophant for the royal family, but I am, I, I have a little bit of knowledge on some of the things that they've done. And <laughs> I've studied them a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, no, and it's interesting because you've got their connections to Bilderberg, you've got their connections to uh, Jimmy Savile, you have the Princess Die stuff, and this is just all recent stuff, let mm. alone going back decades, let, let alone hundreds of years, but this is all recent stuff. And I was interesting, and I couldn't make of it with the Harry and Meghan interview. They were like, well, I love my grandma, but she disowned us and she's racist, but I love her and she loves me, but she's not paying me. We're not getting it. I, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, either the grandma loves you and she's going to take care of you with her endless resources, or she's not. <laughs> well, that, that, Mike, the Meghan and Harry thing was a distraction for Prince Harry. That was the only reason that made the news, because it was all that heat about, you know, after the interview that he did, which was, was crazy what he did. Um, just That was most cringeworthy things yeah. I've ever in my life. I mean, you know what? I, I'm actually, I don't even know how to use the word and I'm a better publicist than whoever's Prince Andrew's publicist is. Whoever told him to sit down and do that is a moron. And I don't even like Prince Andrew. Yeah, you know, I don't know what to, I mean, the only thing that I can wrap my head around is he's just so toxic at this point. They, they don't want it to, uh, affect the rest of the royal family, but I can't make heads or, or tails of that, quite frankly. Uh, and quite frankly, to pull back even further, um, you know, I asked this question. I interviewed Memory Hold and Titus Frost uh, the other day, um, and you guys should check those gentlemen out as well, too. too. Titus Frost was one of the original so-called Pizzagate researchers. I mean, he exposed uh, Jeffrey Epstein years and years and years ago, all timestamps. He's been banned like 17 times. And I asked him, why, why even, why Prince Andrew, why, why even arrest Ghislaine Maxwell? You don't have to do that. Nobody, I mean, stuff, some people know who she is. Yeah. I mean, why even cover the Epstein thing, right? Why even cover that? Oh, the answer I got from memory hold was, you know, there's, these people are already tainted. We got a million and one other people to do this thing, right? And mm. I, I think that Epstein and Ghislaine were running a blackmail operation, among other things, among other things. But I think that was one of the primary uh, directives. But Andrew seems to, uh, I mean, at least from what I can tell, just be a uh, partaker as opposed to uh, somebody that's trapped. Now, if new information comes to my, to my table, I'll definitely review that. So, uh, you know, I would potentially go a step further and say he was maybe even enabled um, some of the trafficking activity to take place based upon his status and, and connections. That's true. See, and you're right. And that's um, one of the things that Epstein would say. I believe it was Virginia Roberts Gouffre who was on the island and you saw Bill Clinton. She's like, oh my God, is that Bill Clinton? He's like, yeah. He, what is, she's like, what is he doing here? And he's like, he owes me a favor. So yeah, when you see, yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that, at least enabling for sure, because you're right, when when you have people like Oprah Winfrey around Weinstein, I mean, who's not comfortable with Oprah Winfrey? He's, she's American mom, right? Everyone loves Oprah Winfrey. So yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And the only thing that can come to my mind, and I, I'm, I honestly don't have an answer for it, quite frankly, I, I think you'd be better better to answer this question. I, I don't know why. I think maybe they just don't want him. The only answer I can think of is that they don't want him to taint the royal family and they want to be able to roll around and 
carriages made of solid gold and have yeah. enough worlds without backlash, negative press. I, I, that's the only thing I can think yeah. of. I, I I've been rattling my brains and I've tried to see if there's if there's been a if they've set a precedent like this before of recent times and I just can't see it. I've never seen this happen before so the only thing I can surmise is 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 the same thing like there's too this is too much out there now kind of thing like we we have to sort of like but then, it makes me think right because the US and the UK for the most part we get along famously at least our elite masters do yeah. So why would the FBI even put him under investigation? Right. I mean, and there's so many other things like it doesn't make any sense because initially the FBI didn't had called for multiple victims going back from the 90s and they didn't do anything about this. Why even roll all this out? And then if anything, you could just I mean, there's why Prince Andrew. Right. Because there's so many other people that are on that book that hung out with them even more times. All right. Yeah. Like the. And, and there was even backlash against, uh, I mean, for like a, a one hour newsband, there was a couple of a few scant articles about Bill Gates, but why isn't there the same backlash against Bill Gates? I can't around any of it. It, it. Yeah. All we can do is speculate and hypothesize. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, I guess, as you say, the, so, the, the network is so pervasive and so extensive that they've the, the those two characters, Ghislaine and um Andrew, are nothing in the greater scheme of things. It's like okay, no, no problem. It's, it's getting a bit too like uh, close. Let's get rid. Let's put those to the um to the fire, and let's you know <laughs> bring somebody else in because I'm pretty sure they would have been training somebody up beneath them or someone they worked with very closely. Like okay, well they can now take the position that they they now have slipped out of kind of thing. Yeah, these people are disposable. One of the things that you'll know, too, is if at least here in the United States, and uh, I believe also in the UK, I can't think of any examples that immediately come to mind, uh, but there have definitely been a number of pedophile rings uh, going on for a long time, at least bare minimum, bare minimum documented by the mainstream press, uh, going back to the 1970s with, uh, with Dean Coral and uh, John Wayne and some of these people that have private islands in Lake Michigan, right? And so, Doctor Kinsey, uh, Kinsey, yep. Uh, I mean, some of these, and what you what you see happen, and um, I think it's uh, a true crime podcast called "The Clown and the Candy Man." There's another one I re recently, that was probably last year, but another one I re listened to recently, where they go and they interview the same people involved in all this. Some of the detectives, you know, uh, some of the some of the journalists, some of the victims, and every one of these rings, what happens is uh, these people, these one or two people will go down. The, the police always get the black book, but it mysteriously dis disappears. The clientele goes on and someone else just fills that position. Mm. So uh, I think that it was different this time because we, we did have Epstein's, at least one of Epstein's black books and two, at least to my knowledge of his, his flight logs, but that still kind of didn't didn't make a difference, unfortunately, to the public's eyes. None. And then we didn't look at for, for Ghislaine's trial. There was how much digital evidence of black folders and cases and. So what's most important about that is too is they, they said new shocking. The first they said forty thousand pieces yeah. of information. Then I covered on my channel the info the the pictures that they actually released, and the, it's like seventeen pictures. <laughs> 
in Ghislaine and it's like, they're so fashionable and oh, I'm here, it's a nice suit. Look at this dress and know we're on vacation. We did notice that there was one where they're hanging out in the queen's uh, cabin there. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious. But yeah, I mean, they have 40,000 pieces of information. You only give us like uh, 17 selfies. Very, very suspicious. Very much so. Inquiry minds would like to know, but, you know, um, only time will tell. All we can do is continue to uh, fight the good fight. Um, each one teach 12 and continue, as I say, to, to put this information out. That That's the only thing that... that um, that we can do and trustfully as we can see um, as we can hear and as we get the dms and the emails people are waking up people are not even just waking up people are doing things whether it's in, in, a, in a microcosm within their own little units and worlds or whether it's it's the, the 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 bigger picture but it starts as i say as i keep on saying it starts with us and um i'm very optimistic for the gregorian year of 2022 um Mike, throw out your social media, sir. Throw out all your social medias, and I'll make sure I put the links below in the description. Oh, it's quite a bunch, so you don't have to do that. But um, yeah, anybody can find me. Um, Auditing America is uh, is the big channel. I have my own channel, Fake Mike. That's M I C Real News. I'm also on Instagram, Fake Mike Real News. Telegram, Fake Mike Real News. Discord, Fake Mike Real News. Cash App, Fake Mike Real News. Fake Mike Real News on Twitter fakemicronews.com that's a really awesome website uh and then also fakemicronews.com on facebook uh will turbot on facebook i also have my spicy channel which is demand the truth that's where i have all the, the spiciest stuff where uh mm. number one death investigator about covid19 and epstein but he wasn't talking it's an exclusive i uh, go up to bill gates house the spicy stuff that i can't put on fake micro news um so yeah fake news on all platforms and definitely check out the main channel auditing america excellent thank you very much for your time sir make sure you go over there and uh, subscribe check out some of the content and if this all this this first amendment stuff and auditing and and even the latter part of this conversation um which was quite varied is news to you study to show thyself approved um this is all researchable this is all verifiable um, it's out there. Knowledge is infinite. Um, keep on chasing. Keep on chasing it. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.
gon' celebrate tonight. I gave my promise to the Lord, all of a sudden I felt free. Told my favorite bitch it's over, she can go ahead and leave. Your fake love is insufficient, wipe the tears from your face. Soon as that bitch left, another bitch took a place. It feels good to be a G, favorite hobby, stacking paper. Want my heaven here on earth, I ain't trying to see it later. With these Sachi shades on, I can't even see a hater. Tell them suckers drop dead, go and do your boy a favor. Top down under H-Town City lights Backwood full of Cali about to take flight Your main bitch with me only for the night Don't take it personal, we just enjoying life White sand, blue water, blue skies Early morning sex and mimosas after sunrise Let's enjoy the moment, let your worries go free Let's celebrate life, have a toast with a G One world, one chance, one life How about some champagne on ice? Speak the level of intelligence Clean dirt attire, the occasion is so elegant Soon as I walk in, can't help but peep the elephant The conversation ain't about money, it's irrelevant One world, one chance, one life That's all I got, so I gotta get it right Get rich or die, try and 50 said it right Pocket full of money, bitch, we finna ball at night Champagne on ice, so many homies dead and gone We just celebrate life I done did so much wrong, trying to make shit right Got lost in the dark and found my way to the light Connected with my soul and had a talk with the Lord Told him thanks for the blessings even when the times are hard If you're listening right now, let your troubles go free Let's celebrate life, have a toast with a G One world, one chance, one life How about some champagne on ice? Celebrate life, have a toast with a G. One world.